I'm okay. How are you? I think I'm fine, at least. What did you um, do yesterday? Something nice? Yesterday was nice. I went to Trans Pride. Nice and nice. Black people smiled at me, which is yay, always yay. worth going outside for. Yes, indeed. Um, they said, they said, so <laughs> one black person said that I had a nice laugh and <laughs> another uh, group of black people said that I had nice teeth. Right, you're breaking up on me and you sound like a robot. Oh, that's probably because my connection is not very good. It's actually um, kind of cute. It's like, um, Wally. <laughs> It's like Wally. Oh my god, that's so um, good. I'm going to try and. <laughs> I'm gonna do a thing. I'm gonna disconnect my internet really and I'm see sorry. if it helps. It's kind of amazing. Even like the, the shuffling sounds are sort of making interesting synth noises. <clears throat> I was asked in New York City, do you like my clothes? I'm talking to my tape recorder, walking down the road. Oh wow, let me disconnect. Okay, like my let, let me fucking disconnect Discord. Oh, thank you, Craig. Oh, a boy looks like a girl, and a girl looks like a pony. She travels all day long. That's not what she sings. That's not what it, that's not what it says. In between my toes, on Friday night she's purified, and her feet don't touch the floor. Where the rubber meets the road In between my toes I'm skanking on the dot No, I'm joking. I would never do that to you, Craig. Golden Craigie, Golden Craigie I like to go there Take me right away Looking at your eyes, kind of heaven eyes, closing both my eyes. Do 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 do. Golden lady, golden lady, I'd like to go there. Steve with the key change. Golden lady, golden lady, I'd like to go there. Take me right away. Looking at your hands.
Yay! 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 <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> back online. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. We did it. How are you? I'm good. That's I, good. I'm, I'm texting my dancing friend. Who gave uh-huh. me his phone number yesterday. Oh, you did it. You got the phone number of a friend. I got the digits. I got the digits. Tell, tell me now the number of your phone. <laughs> exactly now. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I, he did also bring his girlfriend, though. So I was like, I can't oh, do normal dancing with you because it'll look like I'm, I don't know, man. Flirt, yeah. You want to dance with your girlfriend. So that's fine. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yes, yesterday was nice. Today I'm very worried, but I don't know or understand why. Oh, man. I'm That's sorry. just how it is sometimes. That's fine. It be that way you understand. Like, like yeah. Nina Simone said, I was really sad this morning. Mm-hmm. And now I'm fine. Oh, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're <laughs> less sad now. <laughs> That's good, I think. It's good. It, yeah. Good. I'm not. Ex- I'm not ec- ecstatically happy. Yeah, but like not not miserable. I was thinking of going. I'm thinking about spending lots of money, which is one of the reasons why I'm so happy. Ah, um, it is nice to spend lots of money. It is nice. I'm thinking and, about the environment, which is always a bad idea. Oh, it will inevitably make you very the sad. Day and it made me sad. It's really, it made me really sad. I don't think it's something that you should do if you don't want to be sad. Rough times, man, isn't it? The earth is yeah. dying. The earth is dying and it's our fault. dying. <laughs> <laughs> ah! At one of my dancings, um, yeah. they, uh, they played the viral novelty song sensation, We Love the Earth. Oh, I don't think I know that song. Oh, God, it's so bad. It's uh-huh. awful. It's like all these like famous young people celebrities on a oh, rap. Oh, young people. Who sing about how much they love the earth. And each one of them is a different animal. And it's really, oh. really upsettingly awful. Lil oh. Dicky. Who? Lil Dicky. Who? <laughs> He's the the person who makes it. Oh, okay. Um, but there are all sorts of other people on it. Anyway, I hated it. I hated it. I thought it was extremely terrible. Is it a TikTok? Is it one of those TikToks? No, I'm not. Old, I'm not. I'm not young enough to know. <laughs> um, Where's Zoomers, Josie? We should know. Uh, Zoomers. Oh my god, is that what it is? <laughs> Baby Zoomers. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think people started calling Generation Z or Generation Z Zoomers. That's good. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Zoomers, but off we go. Lil Dicky as man, Justin Bieber as baboon, Ariana Grande as oh, zebra. Oh God! Halsey no, what? As lion cub, who? What? Zach Brown as cow, who? Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg, Kevin Hart as Kanye West. What? Vine as Vultures. All these uh-huh. people I don't care about. 
all these people I could, I really would prefer not to know. The only people I care about on that list is Snoop Dogg. Yeah, okay, yes. I mean... <laughs> That's uh, the only one that I care about. John Legend does backing vocals. What? Waste of a John what Legend. What the fuck is this? If you ask me. Do I have to go and listen to this now? No, please don't. It's so terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just like, fuck this. Okay. Maybe I will never this. subject myself to it. It's like saccharine. I'm sorry that you had to listen to it. It's fine. It's it's saccharine and it's self-righteous. Oh, and I think God. Little Dicky, the American rapper, is white. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Additionally. Which does not make me feel... Anyway, it's not cool. Why would Lil Dicky play himself by naming him that himself that? I have no idea. But it can't be that far up because I've never seen it or heard of it in my life. Maybe you're too old. I think this is the thing. Now I'm too old for, to know stuff. Isn't that... Doesn't that fucked up? Um, I don't know if it's fucked up. I'm sort of feeling kind of... Yeah, I'm feeling sort of reassured by that fact. Yeah. I don't like I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be an old zoomer. <laughs> we're we're millennial zoomer cusp, I think. Millennial zoomer cuspers. Well, millennials yeah. ended in 1995, so we've got 2 years in a bit. Yeah, we've room. got 2 years of zoominess. 2 years of zoom. The generation that moves fast because it you know because it's it's like um, anticipating a Mad Max future where everyone has to drive around in these big scary cars. We have to do everything quickly because the world is burning. Yep, I feel extremely bad about going on a transatlantic flight this um. Ah, uh, yeah, but you know what? Um, it's probably is bad, but feeling bad about it won't help us. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We live in a society. We live in a society. I'm just yep. like thinking about hoarding water and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, it's good actually. <laughs> it's good actually. Roll on the June planet future. Oh god. We have to think more about environmentalism, actually, because it's June. No, we can just think about the evil homoeroticism instead. Yeah, we can do that. It's a very, it's a very flirty chapter, huh? Super breaky uppy. Oh no. Ray, what did you say? I just dropped out. Oh, I can't hear you again still. Well, now. Mm. Okay, one sec. Okay, I can hear you now. Oh, okay, that's good. Hello. It is a a highly flirty chapter. It is. There's definitely some things happening in this chapter. Sorry? I feel like I had more to say, but I don't have any more to say. You sound like Wally again, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. oh god. Why is my Wi Fi so bad? Just so sad. Wally. 
Ba-bing. Ba-bing. Is this better? Yes, it's better. Okay. Let's hope it stays better. Should we introduce ourselves? I feel like I have more to talk about, but... Oh. (sighs) (laughs) Um. Okay. So... I might try changing the server region. I don't know if that will help. Okay. Let's change the server region to... (coughs) Um, I feel like bad doing it to anywhere else. Let's put it to Central Europe. Central Europe. Oh, Craig's gone. Craig. You leave me, Craig. You You take take away the biggest part of Craig. Craig. Ooh, no, baby, please please don't don't go. go. Craig, join. Join, Craig. Oh, hey. (laughs) Craig. Craig. Hello. I forgot that he speaks. Um... Cool. Great. Okay. Hey, you're robot voice. I'm robot voice. Why yeah. Why am I robot voice? This isn't very good. <laughs> I can't hear what you're saying, but it sounds like robot. I'm sorry that it sounds like a robot. It's fine. It would be. I'm not. I'm not prejudiced against robots. It's just that I couldn't hear the words. Um. Why is why does life have to be hard? So let's just continue to talk. Um. Once again, with technical difficulties, I'm Ray, your vice chancellor of the university, and I'm here to talk about things and stuff. My pronouns are they them. That's it. Yay! Thank you, Ray. Good pronouns. (laughs) Good pronouns. Good pronouns. (laughs) Good pronouns. Good pronouns. Um, my name is Josie. I am the chancellor of the university. Ah. I um, yes. Uh, what else did we say? Uh, your pronouns. Um, I, 
Oh yes, I do. I sometimes I say them, and sometimes I don't to make life yes. more difficult for people. Which you I could just say that you don't want to say them again. Uh, I abstain from this round of pronoun saying. Okay, cool. Um, so we read a chapter. Yes, we did. Are we going to talk about two chapters or one chapter? Cool beans. I think oh, maybe we, it might be oh, doing dang. the most to talk about one chapter to do two chapters. Hello. I mean. I think we might have to just do Hello? one. Where are you here? Hello? Technical difficulties. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Domo. Domo. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Domo. Domo. Okay. Okay. I can hear myself through your uh, headphones, I think, or something. Oh, I'm playing it out loud. Oh, don't do that. Oh, do I have to get my little ear prisons? <laughs> Please get your ear prisons. Imprison your ears for me, if okay. you would. Because I can hear every ah, word I'm saying repeated back to me. Gotta send my ears to jail. You have to send your ears to jail, I'm sorry. Just for the sake of, so just so that all of our listeners' ears don't have to go to jail. The jail of hearing bad sounds. Okay. Hello. Hello. Okay, we did it. My ears are subject to the castle state. Oh dear. So. So. What chapter did so, we read? We read a chapter where many things fucking happened on us. All these, the two chapters that I did read this afternoon are both, like, action-packed. Yeah, and they're, like, so long. Or they feel long. Oh, my long. God, yeah. Yeah, this one is page 150 to 159 in my book. And then the other one is 160 to uh, 171. So I think we should maybe just do one chapter because they're so fucking long. And also, we can dig dig into the because it's a Baron H chapter. Mm-hmm. Is the one that this is the first one, and there's so much. Yeah, there is much muchness. There's many things that happen, and we can spend like five minutes going broop 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 broop. We can go broom forever. I would broom, love broom. to go broom. Broom broom. so this chapter is chapter 21 and it's the chapter where duke leto dies and it's the chapter before paul as a likable character dies ray you're gonna hate me but you sound like robot again i'm not gonna hate you i'm gonna hate discord is it my fault that you sound like a robot no. Why? Why is it like this? Um. This is so. Annoying. This sucks. What do we do? Ah. <sighs> On EU Central, 
do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try one different server location, and then if it doesn't fucking work, we'll use a different thing. You legitimately like, sound like beeps and boops. Sorry. Okay, so everything is cool. Feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Ooh. Okay. Craig said a lot of things. Okay. Hello. 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 Okay. Craig is gone. Craig is gone. I'll get Craig back. I'll get Craig to come back. Craig says, <clears throat> Craig is complaining at me. Craig, you can come this back. Is cursed. This is, this is cursed. a cursed recording. This this is a cursed recording, which uh, maybe maybe the our whole recording setup is just sad that Chuclato was dead. Or going to be dead. Yeah, but he yeah. went out in like a blaze of glory, I guess. I love when Craig yells at you that he's <laughs> recording. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Craig, for letting us know. Now recording. Now recording. Anyway, what were you saying about this chapter? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The same thing is happening. The thing is happening again. It's happening again. What the fuck is wrong with this now? No, 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 no. I am being super helpful. A lady starts to sing, but she ain't no disco dancer. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. Broomp. 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 I opened Zoom and I opened on a funny dog eat a Pepsi. This is so funny picture. Peren- perennial. <laughs> um, where funny Baron do a murder. Funny Baron. Funny Baron do a kill. <laughs> uh funny, funny leader. <laughs> uh, Chomp the tooth. Yeah, funny, funny Lito become dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Great. Um. So, what were we saying? Even I don't remember. <laughs> don't <laughs> love to have an editor we podcast. Introduce ourselves. My internet yes, connection is unstable. Thank you, Zoom. Um, I love to know this. And we talked this. about how our week has been. I love to hear and know this. Well, obviously. Anyway, so this is the chapter where. 
Falstad is killed <laughs> and the tooth, yeah, he crunches on the tooth and things mm-hmm. happen. That's right. correct. It's chapter 21, here we are. Right. <laughs> oh, beans. Oh, fuck. No. No. Ooh. Eh. Heyo. Wah. That's such a bad noise. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this finally works. I don't know. Oh, I hope so. Why is life so difficult? Life is so difficult. <laughs> okay. Would you like to summarize the chapter or would you like to read the chapter quote? I never want to summarize the chapter, but I guess I could. It will be a mess. So... <laughs> Um, so what? So what are you saying to me? <laughs> so what are you saying to me? What are we doing? I don't know. Okay. Do you do you want to tell me what you would like to do? Oh, beans. Um, uh, I'll read the chapter quote. Why the hell not? Um, there is a legend that the instant instant. Oh, I also forgot that we we sort of accidentally let go of June voice but I like June voice so I'm going to bring it back. That is a legend that the instant the Duke later with Trades died a meteor streaked across mm, mm. See I think the the problem with June voice is it decreases the listenability of the whole thing. I think it it increases the listenability but it decreases the sayability Really, would you say so? Mm-hmm. I would say so. Would you say so? I would say so. <laughs> there is a legend that the instant the Duke Leto Atreides died, a meteor streaked across the skies above his ancestral palace on Caladan. The Princess Irulan. Introduction to A Child's History of Muad'Dib, which is a really cool way to open up a children's book. Yeah, by the way, when this guy died, the whole universe conspired to make a meteor happen across... The skies of his home world, Isol. Yep. Tell me about the waters of your home world, Isol. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, I mean, it is, it's all very full of portents. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. This is a, a fateful moment. And a suitable sort of goodbye to Leto. Who actually doesn't get yeah. his goodbye, properly goodbye, in the actual text. Yeah. Which, you know, is like... Uh, uh, yeah, that's weird, actually. He's dead. And we've been building up to this for, like, fucking... The whole book. Building up to this yeah. for 150 pages. Uh-huh. 150 pages. 100. For you. For me, it has been 285 pages. Oh, dear. Oh, dear me. Oh, very... Oh, dear, dear me. So... That's a lot so, of pages. Yes. So we've been waiting for this moment for a long time and finally it has come. Yes. With a broomp and a broomp. It's finally arrived. It's finally arrived. Broomp, broomp, time to die. Broomp. <laughs> I mean, I guess I should just try and contextualize the broomps. Broomp, there it is. Broomp, there it is. <laughs> Okay. 
Okay, what happens in this chapter? So, we begin with the Baron Harkonnen. Uh, he goes on like, he's like listening, he's like doing the Dune thing of like absorbing all the sounds and sights and sensory input around him. Because that's what you do when you're evil. The character in a book. That's true. Um, uh, and he has like a basically incomprehensible sort of internal monologue about um, stuff. Mm-hmm. Bees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, fighting. That's pretty much exactly what happens. Pity being cruel. Yeah. And whatever. What the fuck does that mean? Who knows? Um, And then, like, he finds himself in uh, his chamber with... I was going to say chamber in, like, <laughs> maximum gross way possible. His chamber. <laughs> his chamber with um, Peter... And uh, his the, the, the captain of his personal guard, Uman Kudu, who gets deaded very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sadakar, they've brought the duke to him. Karna Sadakar. Uh, Karna Sadakar. Uh, sort of courtesy of uh, Dr. Yue. Um, you know, uh, kills. Dr. Yue, yeah. after having listened to Dr. Yue make it of him a very nice speech about his wife, and they kind of both know that she's dead and has been dead for a long time and mm-hmm. all that stuff, even though like the original bargain is that, that Bar- Baron Harkonnen would stop torturing her when he got when Dr. Yue yes. got, got him the duke. And technically but, uh, he did do that because I guess when you're dead you're not being tortured. But yeah, yeah. I guess I suppose that is. I guess I suppose that is the thing. But if that is the intended, like play on whatever, it's not done hugely artfully in the actual. Yeah, text. it does suck. It takes you a lot of thinking about in order to kind of like get there. Um. Yeah, and then Yue does some full so stops because he's dying. He does some ellipses. <laughs> he's like you, my. I you told ah blah. Um, uh, and then Doctor Yue is dead. Very very sad. Yep. Um, they do some evil uh dialogue about how much of a traitor he was. They do. Uh huh. The artillery's then... crumping like the dance. <laughs> yes, the artillery <laughs> crumps. Um, so. Uh, then they bring in what's da 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 blah blah. blah. Then the kind of uh, uh, Peter does an update on uh, all the stuff. So it's like, well, the Duke is here. And they bring in the Duke, and he's all drugged. Mm-hmm. And you're um, a little drug Duke. I know. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> uh, and Jessica and Paul escaped. Um. Which they're kind of like, OMG. 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 Kynes is gone. And then all like all the main characters, <laughs> there's kind of like, all of their fates are unknown, of course. Mm-hmm. What possibly could um, have happened? 
Who knows? Who's to say? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Duke, in his sort of dr- uh, drug stupor, like begins to work out what's going on. He he remembers the tooth. He feels around his mouth for the tooth, um, and identifies the fuzzy shape that is the Baron. He identifies Peter by his silky voice, mm-hmm. which I loved. Yep, obviously, of course. Um, and then, so there's more talking about stuff. There sure is. I'm sorry, I can't be very interesting. Um, Peter has a Peter has a, a lovely um, monologue about how he's gonna torture the Duke. And it's like a bit sexy. Yeah, it's gross. I have things to say about that bit. I have, I have too. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Leto sort of gets his gets his face together. What gets his act together? Um, chomps down on the tooth, and basically everything then happens really, really quickly. In that, the whole of the room gets poisoned. Leto's last thought happens the day the flesh shapes and the flesh the day shapes, whatever that means. <laughs> you fucking know. Um, then uh, everyone in the room dies except for the Baron who somehow manages to get rushed out of the room still alive. Uh, his guards sort of swarm around him and yeah. whatever. It's hard to work out how. So that's good. So the Baron is... You know, he's been saved. He's, you know, uh, surrounded by all his dudes. Uh, he get he sort of assigns a new um, head of head guard, chief guard, head guard called. He's a little Eakin, bad in everything. Ayakin Nefud. I'm going to keep going with this. Um, so he gets a new chief guard called Ikin Nefud, uh, who is addicted to another kind of special drug which uh we should talk about later um everyone works out that it's poison that has happened that's killed everybody in the room um and blah blah blah, blah. Da, 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 da. sadhakar uh whatever whatever and then the very last thing that happens in the novel is that um uh the baron asks to uh, be brought a boy, a drugged boy, mm. who looks like Paul Bad. Atreides, Bad. who, you know, and in order to presumably do the sex on. Yeah. So it's all very nasty. It's all very nasty. It's like fun nasty right until the last bit, and then the last like, bit, and then it's properly horrible it's nasty. Like, and I'm like, oh Frank, my god, did you have to do this? Did you did you need this? Well, obviously he didn't have to. Obviously it's very gratuitous. Mm. But he has to go all the way making the Baron the most loathsome person to ever be alive, of course. Of course, because... And what's more evil than... Yeah. What's more evil than being gay and fat? Yeah. And then also, obviously all gay people are... Yeah. I don't even know if I want to talk about this. It's so grim. It's really, really grim. It's really grim and bad. Yep, it yep. is. It is both of those things. Yeah. But ex- accepting that last chap, last bit, loved it as a chapter. Lots of evil talking. Yeah, lots of evil talking. I, love I think when Peter's are evil also apart dead. From when yeah, Peter's dead now. 
<laughs> I know we only got 250 pages of joy and now the rest of this book sucks because Peter isn't here there's nothing there's nothing left for me now I know no later no Peter what is there no body 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 just like Mitski doesn't really said. work <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just like Mitsuki. Just like, just like a Mitsuki. Um. So there you go. That's what happened in the chapter. I'm sorry it was such a terrible um summary. That was, was a really good prepared. summary. I think you did a good job because you got through all of. Thank the you. Stuff. Even though I just go, da 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 da, blah 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 blah. Things happen and then more things happen. You were concise and funny. What more can I ask for? What more can I say? Well, that's very nice of you, Ray. Hey. Next. What do we do now? Um, we talk about the stuff that we had thoughts about, which... Okay. So this chapter was like, it really swung between being good and being really bad. Yeah, I was like, this is the most fun I've ever had. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay, it's fun. It's fun, evil fun. Ha 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 ha. Oh, oh, oh my God. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Oh, God, no. Exactly. Which really summarizes the experience of reading Dune ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, The Dune planet is a land of contrasts. Mm. Um, Of uh, riches and scarcity. And it's it's just very typical of the frank writing style that we've seen again and again, in which most of it is like, you know boring and normal very bad some of and it then there's amazing. like three good sentences and then some of it just atrocious oh god like i found some some bits that i really some things that i thought were really beautiful beautiful pieces of writing and then also okay like you know uh leto was sort of in this also get the impression here one of our first one of the first times that we get the impression that frank has been on a lot of drugs and knows how to describe what it's like um, because he describes I've done a lot of drugs in my many jobs <laughs> in my varied life in my uh, I forgot the word never mind I'm going to read this bit So, my storied past <laughs> when describing how the how Leto is experiencing being drugged it says and the room expanded and contracted it grew brighter and darker it folded into blackness and faded Time became a sequence of layers for the Duke. He drifted up through them. I think that's really beautiful. I love that. And then on the next page, it says, Leto grew conscious of a frog sound, the bird mewling of someone's agony. Yep. Yep. So, yep. some things are good and some things are very bad. Yep. That's true. That's true. Also, uh, <laughs> broom, 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 broom. he's kind of quite... Broom, 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 broom. Um, shall I, shall we explain the room? Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> the Baron could feel the distant chomping, a drumbeat carried to him through the ship's metal. Broomp, broomp. Then, broomp, broomp. <laughs> Who would think of reviving artillery in this day of shields? The thought was a chuckle in his mind. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, so... What? So he's he's firing up his guns. Yeah. I guess broom the is ship. the sound that a gun makes. Well, actually, it is sort of a good onomatopoeia. I can imagine it. 
but also it just sort of feels like bad writing yeah it does yeah um so he's he's because i mean and what we're what we're supposed to understand from this then is that what since everyone is shielded it's like on star trek like shields down shields 50 percent shields critical all that stuff right <laughs> is it um since yeah okay since <laughs> what's star trek okay it's good okay um but since everyone has got shields on their um crafts no one actually uses explosives because there'd be no point yeah is that what we're given to understand yeah, yeah. from this it is like that so and yeah. so all of the machinations of the heavy gun machinery are making the broom sound yeah it feels very strange to everybody who's around and involved um yeah and then we get a weird inner monologue that you mentioned that is incomprehensible but i do want to read it just yeah. because it's so bizarre <laughs> yeah go for it the whole universe sat there open to the man who could make the right decisions the uncertain rabbits had to be exposed made to run for their burrows how else could you control them and breed them he pictured his fighting men as bees <laughs> routing the rabbits and he thought the day hums sweetly when you have enough bees working for you what hmm? Firstly, Rain. do bees herd rabbits? It's gone. This is so busted. The universe doesn't want us to talk about you. But um, but um, can you hear me? You're back. Yay. Yes. Yes, I'm back. What did you say? Nothing. Oh. I just did you get to the end of the quote where the day hums sweetly? Yes, the day hums when sweetly when you have enough bees working, working for you. Firstly, yep. do bees herd rabbits? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure no. Does the Baron Harkonnen know what animals are? Mm, pretty much probably not. <laughs> In space. No one can hear you monologue about bees chasing rabbits it's like ah yes it's like you know animals how they work there's a lot of um roman poetry that has bees in it yeah bees symbolizing orderliness of things whether that's the orderliness of a a city state Mm -hmm. uh or or a household yeah um i don't think it gets applied to armies Oh, that's weird. Necessarily, because it's about, you know, orderly workings of things. Yeah, bees aren't very warlike, really, are they? They're more No, you could say wasps. Yeah. Wasps. I don't really know what bees are supposed to mean here. Nope. Nope. I have literally no idea. Who knows? I think it's a really... Bees chasing rabbits as well. What the hell? I don't know what this is supposed to represent. Is it supposed to represent... it's deeply odd. It's like really strange. Do you think it's just meant to be weird? I don't know. It's like um, it's a bit like tender buttons, you know. It's like what? Um, you know, that Gertrude Stein, like automatic writing thought association oh, nonsense yeah. mm-hmm. book. It's just like sort of free association bullshit. <laughs> it is. I think everything that I've underlined in this chapter and written. What What does this mean? It's probably just free association nonsense it probably isn't supposed to mean anything it's just utterly meaningless i think it it could even be worth it to consider 
you know, viewed Dune through the lens of being like this Dadaist project. Yeah. Where in order to invoke the, to evoke the, you know, alienness of the far future. Yeah. What you have to do is sort of like. Just free associate. Just free associate. And what comes out of it, you can then like string together slightly more, you know, uh, cogently. Yeah. Do you know what? I think that is quite, um, quite apt. I do. I like that because a lot of it is so like. If it seems to be built around describing very loosely these like weird brain experiences, and then the rest yeah. of the the book is like sort of built up to allow those scenes to exist. So I kind of wouldn't be surprised if that was how it was written. I think looking at this this project through that lens, you kind of begin to see what it could have been mm. if it was in the hands of like a genuinely competent uh, <laughs> writer rather than just this guy who's like yeah i've had experiences i know things. i sure have like there's this bit um on the next page for me which is like after um Yue is killed by peter um and the baron sort of watches it and then he says hmm i could never bring myself to trust a traitor bloody blah um, and then he's looking around again and having thoughts. Um, uh-huh. And then he says, it says, quite suddenly the Baron's mind could conceive of nothing more beautiful than that utter emptiness of black, unless it were white on the black, plated white on the black, porcelain white. What does that mean? But there was still the feeling of doubt. <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> Sorry, I've just seen the crump of the artillery. So. <laughs> it's crumping. <laughs> This book is wild. It's grapevining. It's doing all of the 90s hip-hop dances. (laughs) Yeah, what do you think that means? What what do black and white mean in this context? I have no idea. Um, Is he talking about death? What's he talking about? The Baron's mind could conceive of nothing more beautiful than the utter emptiness of black. Unless it were white on the black. What does plated white refer to? What does it mean? They have no idea. I think it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Just like being deliberately obfuscatory yeah. and deep sounding. I think it's supposed to be confusing so that we think Frank is being really smart. It's a bit like the dinner party scene, which was incompetently written. Part of the reason that it works is because no one's supposed to know what's happening. Yeah, I found that the incompetence there really successful. And maybe we're supposed to think that the Baron is just very stupid. And his thoughts... Or not that he's stupid, but his thoughts don't make any sense. The way that he thinks doesn't make any sense. His thoughts are unknowable to us because we are... There's no... You would have to be as depraved as him in order to understand what, what he's... Yeah. I have an I think issue with how Frank good treats depravity, but bad yes. writing. Yeah, maybe we are doing that. Um, but there is a little bit in just a second after that that I do quite like, where the 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 Baron is like, you know, having this showdown with the Duke, and he like he's like, oh fuck, I spoke too loud, I did it wrong. I've been thinking of this moment for so long, but I, I was meant to say it like this and not like that, and I found that very <laughs> funny. Because he sort of just fudged his lines. That's actually pretty good. That's quite good. 
Yeah, because it, it makes the Baron very clumsy. And also, it does show how important this moment is to him, like, symbolically. It's something to savour. He just fucks <laughs> up. Maybe maybe we are supposed to think the Baron is stupid. Maybe. I don't know. I was just looking at the, the, the instance where the Duke clamps his mouth shut. Yeah, and then he thinks, ah, he's afraid of me. But really, he's releasing the poison gas. Yeah. Well, I think, like, this chapter does seem to make some kind of a point about how the Baron's success isn't in his actual... isn't actually in how he reads people or how he makes plans that are clever and interesting, but how he uses people to do those things for him in his name and on his behalf. I think he's like the ultimate manager. Yeah, yeah, super high school level manager. But ha- he has no, he has no um, strategic. He has no actual skills of his own. He's himself. just born into this. He's like thing. very good at very good at like outsourcing. Yeah, he knows where his resources Delegating. are. He's good at like ordering them around and making them, manipulating them into doing the things that he wants. But a lot of that is also just like his situation that. He- you know, like his his social standing that allows him to do that and not actually anything of his own worth. Which I guess is how how Frank separates the Harkonnens from the Atreides. Like, he seems to be mm-hmm. implying that the Atreides have their own, like, innate worth and intelligence and that the Harkonnens don't. Whereas, <laughs> actually, in real life, nobody deserves to be owning class. Yep. Uh, it's, um, it's really interesting also that later on in the... In fact, in the next chapter, which we won't talk about, but we have a revelation about the Harkonnens. We do. Is it worth spoiling, or should I not spoiling? I think we should maybe save it for the next chapter. Yeah, but we get a re- we get a revelation about the Harkonnens, which kind we of do. throws this all into like yeah uh, disarray. Yeah, maybe they're doing it more just to reinforce it. Before they do throw us for that loop, maybe it's, so it's a more effective like narrative swing. Yeah, yeah, I think it might be that. Yeah, that would make sense. That would be good if if that is if it is on purpose. Then I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I want to give Frank the benefit of the doubt by like just reading competency where there might not be any. Mm. <laughs> but I don't know if he deserves that. It it kind of does make it more fun rather than saying, oh, it's bad. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But also, June does always. June does seem to do that thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to make this really complicated so that it seems clever without actually being clever. Mm. And I have encountered like other media that does that, and I hate it, and I don't respect it. I don't respect it. That's one of the reasons why it. it's so long. Yeah, because it seems smart. You could do this in a lot less, a lot fewer words. I think we've said on a previous podcast that, if, <laughs> you know, if you cut it just down to the the good lines, it would be like if a it was very slim bit, It would be like a neat 300 page. <laughs> yeah. And it would still and make sense. And it could sense. be very effective. It would still make sense. There just wouldn't be all this, like, bumbling about bees and... And when I, when I read stuff, I always think, like, what is this? What's this? What's this bit for? Because I can't imagine him writing something just to fill up the space. Like it has to be there for a reason. But then sometimes it's just not. I think it's um just him being self uh gratifying. Yeah, 
So why do you think you fell down like a tree? He didn't. He doesn't buckle. He just falls like a tree. Timber. Yeah. What's um, that supposed to mean? I don't know. This. I. I think it, this. The stiffness of his body. You know. Mm. Uh, the Baron looked down at Yue from the way the man had fallen. You could suspect oak in him instead of bones. Is he just like being? He's just being poetic. Yeah. Well, like, is that supposed to be like a cool way to die? Just falling flat down like a tree. Maybe Yue is like very tense. He's like so tense. Maybe. He's like... just really stressed from all of the betraying people. Yeah, all the all the stress. And I think yeah. also it, it shows something of him as being like a, you know, uh... Sorry. Oh my god. Excuse me. Um, Maybe like... it's supposed to be like, ah, you know, he wasn't a coward because he didn't even bend when he died. <laughs> Maybe. Also, he then something about him being unbending in terms of being sure about his yeah mission his to, plan to the last. That would make sense. That does make sense. I mean, obviously, not not well executed, but you can kind of get there on an imaginative level, right? Mm-hmm. I think. So, also, let's let's just. I want to just go back to how how Peter kills you. Peter is supposed to be like a cat. Ooh, you yes, know? this bit's sexy. I like it. Yes, Peter's blue eyes took on a glazed look. His movement was cat-like in sudden fluidity. The knife in his hand glistened like a claw as it flashed into Yue's back. The old man stiffened. The old man stiffened, never taking his attention from the Baron. So join her, the Baron spat. Um, and then Yue says something weird. Yue stood swaying. His lips moved with careful precision, and his voice came in oddly measured cadence. You, I'm not going to do. Stop it! Don't do the ellipses. <laughs> you defeated me. You think I did not know what I bought for my Iwana? What does that mean? You I think I did not know what I bought for my Iwana? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's saying, like, that he bought her a piece or something by doing this thing that he's doing or what. Like, I, th- I don't know. I think... That... Is this just another bit of vague bad writing? No, no, no. I think, I think... It, it actually does mean something. I've nearly, nearly worked out what it is. <laughs> wow, good job. Now, I think that the Baron thinks what Yue bought was the life of his wife, right? Yeah. But what he bought for the life of his wife, which he knew that the, the um, whatchamacallits were going to kill her anyway. Ah, yes, he bought he... the opportunity for the Baron to die. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Kind of. Kind of. I did have to think about it for a really long time. I don't that know does, if that makes yeah. it good or not good. Um, I think it makes it bad. But like, and then Baron is like, so join her. But his words were like a weak echo. Yue had filled him with a sense of foreboding. He whipped his attention to Peter, watching the man wipe the blade on a scrap of cloth, watched the creamy look of satisfaction in the blue eyes. 
<laughs> I like I like um how the Baron always tries to be very showy and intimidating, but in this chapter just falls flat several times. Like when it comes to him doing his actual job of being an evil supervillain, he's not very good. <laughs> he's not very good at it. He's, he's not very scary. It's like relatable, actually. <laughs> I think the bit where he stumbles over his words when he says, well, that's quite relatable. Well. <sighs> well. He hesitated, drawing in a deep breath. He knew he had spoken too loudly. This moment, long envisioned, had lost some of its savour. Oops. Oops, whoops, I did this all the time, I think. <laughs> oh, no. You haven't rehearsed your words when you're going to say something to someone, and yeah. then you fuck it up, and then yep. you're like, cheers, oh. never mind, I have yep. to go. Goodbye. <laughs> See you never. Um, then they have dinner together for some reason, and Leisha's in chains. This is where the flirting begins. Um, what? Really? Well... I think the setup where you're like, ah, yes, I'm going to position the person that I'm going to kill across me at the dinner table on a chair while I eat is quite funny and quite a good. It's like setting the stage for the flirting. Yeah. Yeah. And then later watches the Baron's hands for a long time, touching stuff. And he's like, oh, what a palsied individual. What a corrupted thing. Those touching fingers. Later watch the fat hands, the glittering jewels on baby fat hands, their compulsive wandering. Where is this? We don't um, have the same page numbers. No, we have no way to locate this. Um, um after after um Pitta talks about pouring the hot tallow on the Duke. Oh, okay, I was on the page before that. Um so I'm on I'm just after a silky voice, that one that was Pitta. Yes. <laughs> so later watch the movements <laughs> yes. of the man's hands, compulsive touchings, the edge of a plate, the handle of a spoon, a finger tracing the fold of a jowl. Oh, I thought that said bowl, but I realised just now it says jowl. Jowl. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Do you ever just trace your jowls? I do. Yeah, I do. And then Frank uses a weird tenor phrase that Baron says, the child you sired on her. Eh. Yuck. Yuck. Eh. Yuck. Yuck. Gross. And then there's a frog sound. <laughs> ribbit. Ribbit, ribbit, I'm being tortured. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit, I'm being tortured. I do like how he says that later's um, internal monologue is quite good. You know, the mem... Mm -hmm. Well, not internal monologue, I'm sorry, I'm not using the right words for anything. Yeah, that's fine. The memory of the false tooth stead stood out in his mind like a steeple in a flat landscape. I like that bit too. Like, there are some little gems in this chapter. Like, little yeah. gems of good writing. But I guess in any, any other book, it would be all like that. So you wouldn't point them out. But this is June, so we have to. Mm. One does not spy on the ragged scum of the desert. Come, come, the Baron said. We do not have much time and pain is... Qu Sorry, I've forgotten which one of my voices is the Baron. Yeah, you're doing Peter. You're doing Peter. I can do the Baron if you want. Y yes. And come, come. <laughs> Actually, okay. that's weird. Yeah. The Baron said... No, that's a narration. I don't do the Baron's voice. The Baron said, You don't have much time and pain is quick. 
Please don't bring it to this, my dear duke. The baron looked up at Peter, who stood at Leto's shoulder. Peter doesn't have all his tools here, but I'm sure he could improvise. Improvisation is sometimes the best, baron. That silky, insinuating voice. <laughs> See, that's hot. I don't, I it don't, is hot. It's good. You know, that's good, actually. Actually, it's good. It is good. I really like it. Then the Baron is like, do I have to torture you? I don't want to. And then Peter talks about how he's going to torture him. <laughs> okay, let me And we it. have some things to say about this, don't we? Yeah, you read it. <laughs> that's so evil. Um, so... Hot tallow on the back, perhaps, or on the eyelids, Peter said. Perhaps on other portions of the body. Weird. It's especially effective when the subject doesn't know where the tallow will fall next. It's a good method, and there's a sort of beauty in the pattern of pus-white blisters on naked skin. Eh, Baron? Exquisite. The parent said in his voice and his own. So, so, the only situation I've ever heard of this being done ever is in a BDSM context. <laughs> She's a very kooky girl. Oh, by the way, I'm talking about <laughs> Peter DeVries. The kind you don't take home to mother. When She's you such a freaky man, <laughs> It's such a freaky scene. Except they don't do it with tallow and BDSM. Because that would be no. seriously bad. They do it with, like, wax, right? Yeah, they just do it with candle wax. What is tallow? Is it animal fat? It's animal fat. Okay, so that gets really hot. That girl's a freaking man tat. <laughs> She's such a super freak. <laughs> the kind who likes to torture you. <laughs> we might have to also sing it next chapter as well. She's alright. No, sorry. She's alright. Oh... It's very difficult to sort of riff on Super Freak because it's yeah. like mostly just impressionistic sort of wailing <laughs> by Rick James and then sort of like the, the very recognizable riff. That was good. He is such a Super Freak. <laughs> yeah, I guess tallow is a lot more burny than yep. the candle wax. Yeah. 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 That would, yeah, be and he's really like, torturous and, and I love it how um, Peter's like, sexy, no? And the, <laughs> the Baron's like, yes, it is sexy. <laughs> he's like, I guess. <laughs> Exquisite. He said, and his voice sounded sour. Duh. So, who knows how he feels about that. But yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Like, Baron is a little bit... He doesn't like how how much Peter enjoys it. You think yeah, of nerve he really couriers doesn't. racing to summon help that cannot come, Peter said. There's an artistry to this, you know. Baron's, and Baron's like, you're a superb artist. The Baron growled. Now have the decency to be silent. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Peter. You're weird and I don't like it. <laughs> You're being weird. And then later I think there was some song lyrics that his boyfriend said and and I stood upon the sand and sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea. Upon his head the name of blasphemy. What does like, this mean? Is that something from the Bible? 
Is it? Like revelation. Should I Google it? Yeah, you I Google. don't want to type with my hands. Okay, okay. I'll Google it. Are you Google? I'm, no. just, I'm lying down, but I'm going to put them up on my it. head. And yeah. Is, is lying down your usual podcast setup? Um, not, I'm downstairs today. I'm not usually downstairs. Oh. Yeah, it's from the Bible. Yeah, I thought it was. I think it might be altered a little bit. And upon his head, the name of blasphemy. This is the King's, King James Version. And I stood upon the sand of the sea. And saw a base rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Okay. And w- this is from this is from Revelation. God, I'm so yeah. smart. I know so much about the Bible. You <laughs> work for the church. <laughs> work for the church. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the beast is, you know, the devil, so to speak. Why is this used here? What's it for? Is just- it just to seem deep? I think it, it's just um, uh, ekphrasis. In order to make your own art more beautiful, you add... You'd have to steal it from other people. You Yeah, you, you put a bit of someone else's art inside your art to adorn it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's like the sort of... The religious symbolism and like evangelion. It's there. It literally doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's just there to be like, ha, the Bible. The Bible. Now I have to say the the reference for to Evangelion has gone over my head. Yeah, that's fine. It's good though. It made me think about myself and be sad and stuff. Yeah, I keep just reading things that people have written about. Even is it Evangelion or Evangelion? It doesn't matter because it's Japanese. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just say either one. Ava. What have you read about it? Uh, that people are finding it extraordinarily difficult to watch. Oh, it is hard to watch, actually. There's some stuff. But I did enjoy it when I watched it. Is there a... Yeah. Get in the fucking robot, Shinji. Get in the That's... fucking robot, Shinji, or Ray will have to do it again. Oh. Is that bad? Yes. Oh. Okay. Alright. I mean, Evangelion is about an anime about trying to do something that will make you deserve to be alive and having to realise that there is nothing that will make you deserve to be alive. You just do. So that made me sad. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's good. Jesus. Yeah. I feel like it should be one of the... It's like one of the things I should know, but don't know about. No, you shouldn't. You don't have to know about it. I'm on the page where I've circled the word updangling. Oh. What? Yes. Um, he found himself remembering an antenna kite up dangling in the shell blue sky of Caladan and Paul laughing with joy at the sight of it. Oh, that's sad. It is sad, actually. This is These are his death thoughts that he thinks while he's dying. Oh. Actually, no, I think he thinks them just before he's... Yeah, he thinks them just before he bites down on the tooth. He's, like, thinking about his life. So it is actually sad and quite pretty. Mm, yeah. Um, the other thing that I circled on this page is time to quit stalling with this fool duke, this stupid soft fool who didn't realise how much hell there was so near him, only a nerve's thickness away. Which I think I I took it sort of out of context of the fact that the Baron was saying it and what it was about. But it's, I found that little bit sort of vaguely touching Mm. I'm not sure why. I was just like, I think maybe I was just like, yeah, everything's bad. 
Everything's pretty pretty bad, yeah. Everything sure is bad. Sure is bad. Gonna have to put Mad World on this one too, folks. All around me are familiar. Familiar faces. Thank you. Um, did you see that there was a um uh, uh internet video on Twitter about yes. oh it's about Pretty Little about... Lies or uh, whatever it is big big little yes. lies or something ending with lies it was a uh, it was an it was an internet comedian doing me having a memory like on Big Little Lies and essentially it's about forgetting to buy like soup at the grocery store um, the grocery shop grocery shop yes. Um, and basically, the person who like just has like sort of a flashbacky memories of her hands, like you know, caressing soup <laughs> can, you know, like, and it's all very like um, I don't know, handheld photography, muted, uh, you know, it's got like um, lens flare, music. Yeah, imagine that effect happening when we play Mad World, apart from it's a podcast and you can't see it. Yes, but imagine, you know, close cuts, you know, Paul laughing. Blurry, desaturated footage. Or, you know, like his eye and a bit of his hair and the the tight (laughs) up dangling, all those things. Up dangling. Frank, that's flying. (laughs) Did you not, did you forget the word? I think there's interesting, like, um, dynastic stuff in this and that the, the, the like royalty is still quite important to the baron like he yeah is upset it's very important about um seeing uh, uh trying to quit, quit stalling with this fool duke this stupid soft fool who didn't realize how much hell there was so near to him only a nerd's thickness away this thought calmed the baron overcoming his reluctance to have a royal person subject to pain Mm. And then later on, one of the um, uh, one of, one of the soldiers was like, it's "Yeah, like, he was like, well, you know, the emperor doesn't want the bar- the duke to have to feel any pain." Yeah, which is like that's interesting. That's really interesting. But I know for the um, for the emperor, it wasn't royalty. It was um, it was just because he didn't want to do it. He's like, and also he's like his royal cousin or something, right? Yeah. I mean, also. Um, you know, like, I think it's really interesting that this is like a closely interrelated, you know, network of close family, isn't it? It is very good. Um, sorry, I was looking at Twitter. I can't concentrate on things. I'm, I'm closing Twitter. I'm not looking at it anymore. Uh, what else? What else? I mean, it, d- d- did we know that 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 the Harkonnens and the Emperor were sort of working together on killing the Duke? Right. I'm the host now. God, this is so sad. Help me, help me, Ray, come back. 
Bing bong. Hello. Hello. So, should we be thinking about wrapping up the discussion of the chapter? Or is there more to discuss? Um, let's see. What else do we have to discuss? Um, we haven't discussed the new. Um, yeah, we haven't discussed um, Nefud and Samuta, which I wanted to look up. And I also wanted to look up Kleilaxu. Because that's that's where um, the Baron gets his men tapped from. So I wanted to read those. It's, in the... it's on purpose not easy to, to say, right? Yeah. Kleilaxu. Yeah. Kleilaxu. Lone planet of Tharlim, noted as a renegade training centre for men tats. Source. Of twisted mentats. Oh, so he likes those mentats twisted. Don't get it twisted, get it twisted. Respect that. Bow down. Mentat, bitches. Anyway. That's a good song. Um, yeah, and there's another bit where the Sardaukar comes in and he's like being rude to the, the Baron and the Baron fucking hates it because he's like, I'm... What, because of class, I should be respected. And why are you talking to me like this? Why are you talking to me like this? I don't like it. Isn't there a great bit in... Um... Oh, very good. Not by flicker of eye or muscle did he acknowledge he had been dismissed. Yeah. Lots of people yeah. like muscles yeah, flicker in this. And the Baron is like, really? This is too much. Like, how dare you? I'm being how hurt by this. And then... This Sardaukar insists that he sees the room and see how the Duke died. And the Baron is like, no, no. <laughs> now that the, you know, now the Emperor's going to see that I messed up and I almost died. He's going to think I'm weak. And it sucks. And he also talks about his plan. Yeah, he talks about his plan to um, when he was about to, when he gave um, Peter the choice between having Jessica or having Arrakis. Um, he reveals that his plan was to make Arrakis hate Pitta and then install Fade Ralpha as their savior. My darling um, Fade Ralpha. My darling Fade Ralpha. Um, and then he says, okay, well now I'll have to put my other, I think Raban is his son. He's like, okay, I'll have to put Raban over this planet. And, the um, Raban. And have him be terrible so that Ralpha can save it. I do like how the Baron kind of turns to people and he's like, he does it twice in this chapter. He like goes to someone, I am hungry. <laughs> me. Which I know that's supposed to be him being craven, but also me. Me. I am hungry. Just, just say it to someone, like as though they can do something about it. Um, and so the new, the new, the new um, uh, chief guard, since um what's his name was dispatched just so without like because you know but well didn't he die duke's later duke later is dead um flipping peter de Fry's dead you know this his new his his old chief guard dead all his other guards who were in the room dead dead yeah everyone fucking died he doesn't seem to give a shit about it which isn't any surprise whatsoever um, and so this, they they find this new guy who looks like a frog. A man came striding around that corner, 
gas mask dam dangling by the straps at his neck, his eyes intent on the overhead poison snoopers that lined the yeah. corridor. I thought he was cool, he actually. He was yellow-haired, flat of face, with green eyes. Crisp lines radiated from his thick-lipped mouth. He looked like some water creature misplaced among those who walked the land. A hot B. I was like, why are they describing this person so much? Is he important? Uh, 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 sexy frog man. He's, he's, now in my mind, he's a sexy fish man from that thing that won an Oscar. Um, the Shape of Water. I like the Shape of Water. The water a lot. shape. I've lost. I've just lost the page because I was looking at the the page where in the next chapter Paul calls I himself also... a freak. Um... Yeah. So we're going to have to sing Super Freak next chapter as well. <laughs> He's such a teen. But I lost the page as well because I was looking up Sumuta, which this guy is addicted to. Okay, and it says here, he is the, the drug music combination that played itself in the deepest consciousness. Sumuta is the second narcotic derivative by crystal extraction from burned residue of Ilaka wood. The effect described as timeless, sustained ecstasy, is elicited by certain atonal vibrations referred to as Samuta music. Which doesn't really tell us anything about what this is. I think it's just Frank being like, space drugs. Uh, Samuta. Samuta, yeah. Jamaica. Ooh, Ooh I want to take it. <laughs> Good, because it's a drug. Because <laughs> you want to take it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good joke. This is a musical episode, no? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Um, and so, like, he's sort of like efficient and like boring, um, and he gets a he gets a, a a promotion to be captain of the guard, and the Baron watched the awareness grow in uh, uh, Nafud's newly promoted uh, in his newly promoted guardsman. Nafud knew he'd never again be without his Samuta. Cool to use people's addictions to manipulate them. Well, I guess this person is a villain, so it's not really worth saying that. But and also cool to use people's addictions to define their whole personality and existence. Yeah, really good. In your narrative. Really cool. Love it. Thank you, Frank. Thank we you, love it. Frank. Yeah. I'm so fucking. And then there's the unnecessary bit at the end, which is bad, and we hate it. And we're not going to talk about it because it's it's such an unnecessary add-on. It's like we we know that the Baron is evil. You don't have to do this to show us that the Baron is evil. You really do not. You don't have to use sexual violence as a way, as a means to tell a rough that someone is evil with like no, no effort to take responsibility for what that does to the people who are actually reading it and about it. Ugh, gross. But I should mention that, uh, so the Baron's last shot is, yes, he thought. The one with the lovely eyes, the one who looks so much like the young Paul Atreides. Mm. It's bad. Um, like, literally, what is this for? To give and to give you the reader a sense of being both like enthralled and repulsed. We've been over this. Paul is not old enough to be a sexual subject of anything. If there were any other gay character in this book, then it would be like okay. The thing that we're supposed to despise here is like his targeting of people who are underage and his like proclivity for sexual assault. But because there isn't, it's like they're made equal. 
equal. They are projected to be the same level of bad thing. No, is thank June you. Is June good or is it fucked up? I think maybe June is bad, but I do enjoy reading it. Yeah, me too. Do we have more to say about this chapter? I don't think so. I, th- kind of I think we might done be done. most of it. The only note that I didn't read was that everything's a bin still. <laughs> everything's a black bin. His, his soul was a bin. <laughs> his soul was back then ah he looked into the black bin of the night his mind became a black bin <laughs> she sunk into a black bin a black bin of despair me too don't know what he's trying to do with that but okay sunk into a black garbage can of despair so we got an email oh my jesus yeah we have we have email we have email we have one Okay, so Briar contacted us. Oh, wow. Briar, we love it. Thank you. Thank you for sending us an email. We like to get them. We like to get Unlike them. every other email in my life, I like to get emails about my podcast. <laughs> um, so Briar says, Hello, I really missed your podcast very much and I'm happy to have it back, which we asked them to say, but <laughs> thank you anyway. <laughs> I have gotten some chapters ahead while lamenting your absence and this book is strange and bad maybe. Yep. <laughs> which is true. But the podcast is excellent. Thank you. And so I'm glad to hear it again. I hope everything is good and well at the university and am, as always, looking forward to the next episode. Best worms and worms is crossed out and it says wishes. Briar. <laughs> That's so sweet. It's so sweet. It's so nice. It says, P.S. Might I suggest that Baron Hawkon and Spartina could be a big lion? Mm. What did we say it was before? Like a big, bovine creature. Thing. The subject of the email is to all faculty, which I thought was funny and it made me do a chuckle. <laughs> yeah. When I read the email the first time, I was like, okay, so... This is a deep cut, and you won't understand it, <laughs> but I watched a playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 2, mm-hmm. and in Kingdom Hearts, there is a there is a Disney character, and his name is Pete, and Pete is a fat uh, animal of some kind. Okay. It's hard to work out which animal Pete is, but um, maybe I'll send you a picture of Pete. I'll WhatsApp you a picture of Pete so you can see what kind of animal Pete is. Okay. Yeah. That's Pete. Oh, dang. Absolute unit. Etc. They go to the Lion King world and Pete, so in Game of Hearts when they go to different worlds they get disguises that let them fit into different worlds so when they go to the Lion King world Sora is a lion, Goofy is a tortoise for some reason Sure. And Donald is a different kind of bird but Pete is also a lion but he is the most disturbing and grotesque lion I have literally ever seen. Okay, sounds amazing. And that's the Baron. So I'll I'll show you Lion Pete. Lion Pete. Okay. Ray, I have to I, I have to just um just agree with you on this. It's not my area of expertise. However, Briar, thank you for the this. Thank you for the nice email. Thank you for emailing us. Big, we love to be emailed. Big shout out to Bri- Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, no. Oh that's so perverted. That's fucked up. Really horrible. That's nasty. It's really bad. Boys? Yeah. That's a bad one. It's yeah, bad. Oh Um, god. How were they allowed to do that? Anyway, yes, thank you, Briar, for email. 
Um, thank you, Morgan. Shout to Morgan for listening to our podcast. Some people said nice things about us, which was nice. Nice. Yeah. Who said that they were happy that our podcast was back? Erica did. Thank you, Erica, for liking our podcast. Thank you, yeah. Erica. Erica is also the most active person in the. Um, I'm not going. I'm going to fuck up the words, obviously. But the bit of the discourse that, that is about university. Erica is the most is the most valuable player. Erica, you are the MVP. Also, I said we were recording in to ask us questions, and we got a question from Dr. Tim. Dr. Dr. Tim. Tim. Dr. Tim says, if you could safely <laughs> dye the whites of your eyes any colour, what colour would you pick? That's a good question, Dr. Tim. My answer is black. Black is quite a good answer. I don't know what I would... Because... Thank you. I guess, like, the browns of my eyes wouldn't change, like my irises. I think it would be cool to have weird gold eyes that look like, you know, that gold ink that kind of glitters? That would be cool. We had many technical difficulties. We did have a lot of technical difficulties. Do you have a word of the week? They call me Dr. Worm. Good morning. I do. Okay, you go. Um, <laughs> and I'll think of one. My word of the week is um, uh, episode six of Brian David Gilbert's um, uh, video series that he made with his sister called Dancers Moving. Um, it's a set of videos that are like mock instructional dance videos. Sort of, they take you through this narrative, but also they're very funny. Um, and episode six is called Slow Worm, and it's the dance that you do when you're a slow worm, and it's just lying on the ground. The idea of the dance of slow worm is that you just lie down and you're really sad. <laughs> That's what dancing is. That's a sad worm. Yeah, but watch dancers moving. Like if you're if you sort of run out of Brian David Gilbert content, or if you don't know who Brian David Gilbert is, um, he's really he's a funny guy on the internet and he makes things and i like him dying gravid if dancing doesn't make you so embarrassed that you could die then watch dancers moving because it's funny it makes me embarrassed so i could die yeah i know but maybe you could watch his other stuff where he doesn't dance very much i want to watch where he cooks everything with um that cute journalist from australia that is very funny and also seems exhausting (laughs) (laughs) because they cook like they cook like over 70 dishes Oh, Jesus. In, like, a day. How did they... But my, my worm of the week is actually the episode episode six, Slow Worm. Um, I've just Googled it. Um, Slow Worm has lyrics on Genius.com, which is interesting. Um, which I won't, I won't do it all because I think it has, like, the content of the whole episode. Okay. <laughs> so, first one. So, worms. Worms. Raise your hand if you know about worms. Declan, my man, can you tell me any facts about worms? No, 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 it's okay, because you're here, and I'm prepared to talk worms. But mostly just one thing about them, which is that they live in the ground. And that's important, because this dance takes place completely laying on the ground. Yeah, shut up, it's a dance. Look, raise your arm in the air, feel the weight of human meat, fill that arm up with your sadness, drop it on the ground. Dance. Why are your legs moving independently? We have no appendages. We can locomote just fine. What's the problem? Let's all move like worms. That sounds fabulous. There's just a long, long tube sock filled up with your meat. Dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hopefully you've had enough time to Google worm now. 
time to Google Worm. You know, I didn't do it. I have had time to do it, but I didn't do it. Oh, Googling Worm is always a bad decision. <laughs> oh, dear. Always very bad. Ah, no. There's a Google Image Search Worm. It's worse. Oh, my God. Every picture about worms is terrible. Oh, dear. The t- okay, Worm News. Worm News. Bidding, 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 ding, ding, worm news. Tiny fighting worms make one of the loudest sounds in the ocean. These tiny weird worms make one of the loudest sounds ever. So tiny that's interesting. Make loud sound. Tiny worm make a big noise. That's true. I also saw a picture of a cat that was stretching out and had its head had disappeared. Um, because cool. it was stretching like off a sofa. So it just looked like a sort of long furry tube. Great. That's a good that worm. That counts as a worm. That's a good worm of the week, I think. It's like... It's like a collage of ideas. Yes. Anyway, so, uh, it's time to say goodbye to the podcast. Goodbye, podcast. Goodbye, podcast. Good night, podcast. Oh, are you the spice of the worm? I'm. I'm the spice. I think. Not sure why. Are <laughs> you the spice of the worm? Um, as I said. I'm a worm. I is she worm? Is she worm? Is she from? When you when you go to Johnson's class, do you locate like a worm? There's no worm. Yeah, baby. I always get on what? the floor and I wiggle around. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Get on the we floor. We love to. I get on the floor and then I get on the floor. <laughs> Great. Like when you get on the floor to dance. Then you get on the floor. And then to you ride. get on the floor to lie down on the floor. Because that's what I do. And then I kind of like sort of after about ten minutes Bingo. I like get up and look around. Uh, you know. Such is life. Uh yes, so I'm done with talking. Are you done with okay. talking? I feel like we need to end the podcast because I feel like we're in some kind of protracted oh, torture. Such is life. Do I get to end the podcast now? I'm skanking on a dice floor. I'm drunk off that Hennessy. I ain't sober. I don't mix with Coca Cola or soda. But right now I'm on a roller. I take a look over my shoulder and I see this sexy thing. I think it's time to work my way over. So I shuffle on my heels and I bounce on my toes. I'm crazy and she knows. Still, it's all good, I suppose. So she didn't complain. She backed it up. So I got behind her and I lapped it up. Then we danced all night. Then the sun came up. Then I took it to my yard and I wrapped it up. A member of the Juju Nation down in New Orleans. You don't need an application if you move your feet. Explode, hit your pocket, hit a rose out the door.